0: We'd like to wish you guys a Happy New Year from Weirdish. Um, We're recording this before the new year, but Happy New Year. Happy New Year. From the past. Happy New Year from the past. Yay. Yeah, it kind of goes with the whole thing. Um, So throughout the episode, you may hear some fireworks in the background that we weren't able to cover up, uh, some animals in the homes of us that may be terrified of fireworks like dogs or cats, so. We may not be able to completely get them out, but yeah. Warning. Weirdish covers content regarding conspiracies, controversial topics, subjects that may trigger post-traumatic stress, and content some may consider offensive. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Welcome to Weirdish, where we talk about weird-ish. I am Andriana, and as usual, I am joined with Brian and Marvin. What's up, guys?
2: What's up? Hey,
0: what's going on?
1: Today, we are talking about time travel and the bootstrap paradox. Woo! So everybody, get ready, get in your darndest, because we are about to travel in time.
0: He said Dardis and not Tardis No I'm gonna keep (laughs) it as (laughs) Dardis
1: Yeah but they don't know what we're
0: referencing Any (laughs) Dr. What fans (laughs) Jump in the (laughs) Dardis
1: Oh lord Dr. What I mean, I'm pretty Doctor sure what? a lot of people are Dr. What fans, so they might know.
0: Wow. <laughs> or should it be Doctor Wen?
1: Dr. When? Dr. When? Oh, I like that. Yeah. Dr. When. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Let's go with like that. Oh, man. I was thinking I should start this episode off with a quote from Professor Michio Kaku. He said, in Einstein's equation, time is a river. It speeds up, meanders, and slows down. The new wrinkle is it can have whirlpools and fork into two rivers. So, if the river of time can be bent into a pretzel, create whirlpools and fork into two rivers, then time travel cannot be ruled out. End quote. In regards to, you know, like the idea of backward time travel, which we see in a lot of books and movies, Dr. Stephen Hawking hypothesized that it's impossible for backwards time travel to be a thing because the laws of physics would prevent it however like nobody agrees with him on this what do you guys think
0: yeah i i feel like like, like he was wrong by saying it's not possible to go back in time also think about it is time actually like would it be linear no mm-hmm
1: yeah. What about you, Marvin? Do you think or like, how do you feel about time travel? Can we go backwards or do you disagree with Stephen Hawkins?
2: I disagree. I believe we can go backwards, forwards, you know, but um, we just haven't figured it out yet.
1: Yes, yeah, that's, that's true. You
2: know, and I mean, technically, you know, I'm going to be a sap and say, you know, when you start thinking about stuff that happened, you know, in the past, that's technically time traveling because we're not physically going back there, but we're mentally going to the back because we're reliving that same you know, situation in our head.
1: Ah, huh, so you're saying with our memories, technically we're traveling in the past, They're reliving the past. Yeah,
2: exactly, we can't do anything to change it, you know, but we can relive it mentally.
1: That's a good way to think about it. And I think Stephen Hawkins might agree with you, too, (laughs) in that regard. (laughs) Because he came up with this um, hypothesis called the chronology protection conjecture. (laughs) Huh? (laughs) The chronology protection conjecture, a.k.a. the time police concept. Oh, God. Here we go. (laughs) Where he said that laws of physics would literally prevent backward time travel only because... You should not be able to make paradoxes in physics. Like, you should not be able to go back and, like, stop your parents from meeting type thing, you know? Even if you would go back, you cannot change anything because the laws of physics were literally make something happen in wherever you are so that you cannot do what you plan to do. So if you go back in time you're like I'm going to kill Hitler. It's going to prevent you from doing that. Oh
2: okay. So pretty much history is already like etched in stone pretty much, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. So no matter what's going to happen, you can go back if you want, but ain't nothing going
0: to change. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah, time police, yeah.
0: Yeah, time the time police. I guess you could think about it as in uh When you time travel back in time, you're not necessarily... Or even forward in time, you're not necessarily like duplicating yourself. It would just place you where you're at in that time. You're kind of, like, fucked. You wouldn't be able to just, like, go back to where you traveled from, time traveled from. Yeah. But then, also, that would, like, create a time loop.
1: Ooh, I like that you brought up the concept of time loop. Yeah. So, in Einstein's general theory of relativity, it allows time loops to exist. This is... Mostly because times can be so warped That it falls over itself Resulting in a time loop You'd in turn end up Like back in the past Reliving the same moments over again Like deja vu But you wouldn't be aware of this happening
2: So what if you send your arm To like 1537 And somehow The rest of your body ends up in like 3052 What? Yeah Does that loop come back together?
1: what in the name of the Philadelphia experiment are you talking about, bro?
2: No, we're talking about like loops and stuff. You know, you're trying to go back and forth in time and stuff, but what if you screw up and send send... your arm? Yeah, well, like, what, what if your arm ends up somewhere like, you know, your leg ends up somewhere else?
1: That sounds like you're dematerializing, and then like everything screws up when you come back, come to reality. Like, like
2: but I mean, it, wouldn't that be possible?
1: I don't, I don't think so. Like, <laughs>
2: no. Okay, so you're saying that that is not that is not possible at all.
1: The way you're saying it, your arm ending up somewhere <laughs> well, yeah. else, yeah, bro. Huh. Like, okay, that's so messed up. I mean, all of this is 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 theoretical. So maybe in in practice, when they do it, that happens, and they're like what the hell now I have to figure out how that happens you know
2: <laughs> I think I need to just stop watching sci-fi movies this is what it is <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> alright carry on oh my
1: god oh my god
2: <laughs> yep moving let's
1: just, on let's just get into what the bootstrap paradox is so Let me explain what a paradox is before I get into the bootstrap paradox. A paradox just means that this thing has like this error in it. It doesn't align with the laws of physics, so therefore it cannot exist in physics. And you would have to find a solution for these things. Um, That's why, you know, Stephen Hawkins came up with the chronology protection conjecture hypothesis. (laughs) And that's why he said we can't travel back in time because we could create paradoxes, right? Anyway, so the bootstrap paradox is... The basis of the hit Netflix show, Dark, if you've ever seen it, which I I highly recommend it. If you haven't seen it, it's really good. And please do not watch the dubbed version. Please watch it with subtitles.
2: Yes, please. Just watch subtitles.
1: So the best way to explain it is to give an example, right? Let's say one day you wake up. I'm going to use Dark as an example. One day you wake up and you have a book about how to build a time machine. Like it's sitting in your house. And you're like, where the hell did this book come from? So you read the book and you're like, I'm going to build this time machine. And it takes you years to build this time machine, right? You finally build this time machine. It is like 20 years later. You are an adult at this point. And when you build a time machine, you use a time machine and you have the book with you and you travel back in time. It takes you back in time to when the book first appeared to you. So you leave the book for your younger self. So the paradox is who wrote the book? Who made the book? Who was the original person that gave you the book? Where did the book come from?
2: It's a good question.
1: Yeah, it, it's interesting. And, you know, paradoxes are, I think, time travel in general is plagued by paradoxes. Every single time travel theory that has been proposed has some type of paradox, whether it's like the grandfather paradox, you have the... Uh, What the Beethoven one, which I think they used in Doctor What? Uh, Wow! (laughs) Wow!
2: Anywho, season nine, episode four. When? Okay.
0: Jeez. Uh, Okay, so I don't know any of those paradoxes. Actually, the only really big thing I know briefly about, like, is our military experiments that can be related to time travel, like the, um, like the Montauk Project. I don't know if you know anything about that uh, the Montauk Project or you the Philadelphia get into it? Experiment. I know.
1: yeah the F- um, yeah the Philadelphia Experiment I think is a common one that people talk about.
0: Yeah, for those of you that don't know, you can look up the Philadelphia Experiment. Basically, the U.S. military tried conducting an experiment in the naval shipyard and caused the whole like ship to not necessarily like travel in time,
1: but in space. Mm-hmm. They el- dun, dun, dun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> in space. Uh, it, it wound up at a whole different location, and it had a lot of negative effects on the naval crew. But, AKA,
1: um, they got lodged into the wall to
0: of the, the frigging ship,
2: which is made of steel. Like,
1: and they covered up all the documents for it and made people swear that this did not happen. So technically, this is a conspiracy theory. But yes, you go on.
0: <laughs> yeah, the. Uh, the Montauk project, apparently there was a guy that he basically started getting all these memories of some project he was a part of in Montauk. This was also in the 70s and and 80s. Basically, this guy, he had a bunch of like feelings and memories coming back to him, and he didn't feel quite right, and he was uh, basically a part of this um, project that took place in Montauk. And he went to a bunch of therapists and was on medications, but he just kept remembering stuff. And uh, turned out he figured out his name he was going by actually was not his real name. There were actual like, medical documents proving that he is a different person under a different name. And uh, he he swore that his memories were like locked away so somehow, I don't know, uh, in order to keep the experiment like a secret. But he um, it came back to his mind that he had also worked on the Philadelphia experiment with um, I think it was his brother. And um, he presented his story at a UFO conference, I think. And um, yeah it turns out he, you know, apparently was a part of it. I think the Montauk project was, apparently the government had captured like psychic kids that were able to like open a time portal or something by, essentially exploiting their powers, if you can believe any of that. I think it's BS, but there's like apparently files and stuff about the Montauk Project, and the guy in the Montauk Project worked on the Philadelphia Experiment. So... That's an interesting little thing that kind of deals with time travel. That's what I know. Not the paradox. (laughs)
1: It's it's interesting. And I think it's legit. Reason being is because, you know, the the government, the U.S. government had that. um, They also had that remote viewing program that they did where they literally got a bunch of psychics and trained them to remote view so they could spy on different bases around the world and there's even I can't remember the guy's name but there's even a guy that came forward and he was like yeah I was in the program as well and they trained me and he ended up being like a professor at a university or something so he has like a lot of information that he released to the public and he still he teaches remote viewing now as well by the way um and I don't want to get too far into it because it doesn't have to deal with time travel but it's just the idea that you know it's not beyond the government to work with psychics
0: hmm i did not know that it's kind of creepy but i also really don't truly believe in psychic abilities like what that, you don't believe in cleo
1: i don't believe in cleo <laughs> but in what wait what did she say call me anytime yeah call, call me call i can't remember
0: <laughs> yeah so what are your opinions on two of the most popular entities in the time travel world the babushka lady and sunglasses guy
1: see this is my thing right I don't trust that sunglasses guy thing I feel like someone got bored with Photoshop and they were like hey let me Photoshop this guy and post it on the internet hashtag time traveler
2: I mean that is a possibility I I, I see how that that's yeah but what is yeah. the what what is this, Babushka P- lady?
1: Oh, yeah, she was um, at yeah. the JFK assassination, right?
2: Oh, the lady sitting, uh, standing in the park by herself?
1: Yeah, and everyone, like, they tried looking for her. People tried locating her. Yeah. Um, and they could not find her.
0: Oh, okay. So I, yeah. I heard about this a little yeah, bit. She wasn't, like she wasn't like wearing clothes from the air or something like that wow
1: i think she just looked like any old lady i don't know <laughs> i know
0: honestly but that's what everyone was saying she's not wearing clothes honestly if you
1: see the picture she just looks like an old lady like you know how old ladies dress like they just look like little like old ladies
0: you know they yeah, just got
1: you that little you old lady player. The time period of an old lady like that like she's old
2: okay <laughs> so her like that's her thing in time traveling
1: I couldn't understand if she was wearing like some Victorian era type thing or like she was wearing right? some skinny jeans or with, like, maybe she wore something, something
2: you know maybe she was wearing something from here you know like a fucking what is like a jumpsuit that says baby on it with some glitter you know if oh, she like was baby fat? yeah if she was wearing something <laughs> like that that would have made sense but she looks like a little old lady yeah,
1: she, looks mean, like she looks like lady, someone's honestly. grandma
2: she good she, time yeah, she looks like somebody's grandma you know, you probably-
1: she looks like she looks like those um the, the like European grandmothers, you know how yeah. they like tie their heads and yeah. Got the, the, Ye- yeah, they had the little gray like, yeah, hair, uh, curly and sticking out. Yeah, and she, you know,
2: got a little yeah. No man, they they tripping. She ain't no, she ain't no damn time traveler.
1: I don't know. I find it interesting <laughs> that they couldn't locate her because they were trying to interview everybody what was around. Obviously,
2: she was old. She, she was taking a nap. How you
1: gonna you know, how you
2: gonna <laughs> find her? She's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god! So she's sleeping. It. It's that time of you day, know, right? <laughs>
0: but I think the uh, sunglasses guy. There's a part of me that really wants to believe it's true, because like it, he, it, in a lot of the pictures obviously isn't wearing clothes from the era. He's wearing the same outfit
1: you would see today. Before, yeah.
0: Or like 20 years ago. Early like It's like you know, basic t shirt. Like it's like,
1: um, you know, t-shirts don't get old. He's wearing a basic t-shirt, some sunglasses. And like, did he have a phone? He has something. I can't remember what it was.
0: Yeah. I'm, you know, looking at it, it honestly, if he photoshopped it, he did a really great job because it doesn't look like there is any sort of Mistakes in stitching anything or or cutting, cropping stuff, and there's one specific photo that makes it more believable. Like if he were to actually time travel, he's in a crowd of people. It looks like he's holding a camera, Mm -hmm. and there's a woman, like probably two bodies away from him, looking at what he has. Like she's so intrigued as like at what he has. I don't know. It makes me really want to believe it. But he, he totally stands out from everyone in the in the crowd. Wow. You know, it could it could have been staged, it could have been photoshopped, but well
1: apparently I just mm-hmm. I just looked into it. Apparently this this picture was actually provided by a museum and the exhibit that they had it in was called Their Past Lives Here. And the picture was taken in nineteen forty-one at the reopening of the South Fork Bridge in Canada. So this picture was digitized back in uh, 2010 and when the museum made it available, everyone was like, yo, that guy, he looks like he's from, you know, our time and not back then. So the picture isn't altered. So this is a real picture, hmm. um, but they're saying that the clothes that he was wearing was actually available in the 1940s. It's just he looked so out of place because everybody else wore, was wearing like formal clothing. Oh,
0: huh, okay.
1: So I don't, I don't know if that's just an excuse to to make people be like, oh, okay, it's not a time traveler. Or, you know, if they're trying to cover it. Right.
0: Right. I yeah. Ugh, I want to believe it so bad. Right. That would be. Oh man. There's actually a painting that people have been like, "Oh, there's evidence of the future in a painting from the 1860s." It was from an Austrian artist, Ferdinand George Waldmüller, I think is that's it. And it's titled "The Expected One." <laughs> the but Expected honestly, One. But honestly, I think that's a bunch of BS because it, to me, I see a woman cupping like a cup of tea Oh, uh, it looks something. like a cell phone. Not a phone. It looks like a cell phone.
1: I'm not gonna, it looks like a cell phone.
0: Or it could be like, a, it could be a tiny book.
1: Or a book. Or a yeah. tiny
0: book. It's
1: interesting. I, I don't know. I like the idea of like time travel actually being a thing.
0: I do too. But I, I, I like convincing stuff. That's not it's not convincing. convincing yeah, me. this is
1: just know. a I want to believe type moment. Yeah. Someone captioned this photo. She's on a dating app. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wonder how the Wi-Fi was back then. Oh, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Imagine there's a dating app that
2: like doesn't sync you up with you know con- candidates in your timeline. You know? Do you have a lost soul? You know?
1: Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
2: Looking for that past connection.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Literally past connection. Yeah, right? I want to meet your soulmate from another lifetime. <laughs> Wait, see? A time-traveling dating app. I like that. I like the idea that you can date somebody from the Victorian era. Let's go. I'll be like, did you use soap today? <laughs> oh, God.
2: When was the last time you brushed your teeth?
1: I was like, what is that?
2: <laughs> what?
0: My teeth?
1: Brush my teeth.
0: Dude, so... I'm looking at a bunch of pictures that have suspected time travelers in them. We should we should go through them and talk about our opinions on whether it's time travelers, like, just people wanting to, like, exaggerate the truth to, like, say that's a time traveler.
1: It's a time traveler.
0: Or, or Photoshop or something. So, like, this one I, I, I find is really dumb. So there's a picture of uh, the 1962 World Cup and the Brazilian team won and they're lifting up the trophy. And at the bottom center of the image, people have been like, it looks like someone's holding a phone and taking a picture. That looks like an
1: old time camera. I'm not even gonna lie. It
0: looks like an old time camera lens that people are saying, oh, it's a cell phone. Nah, nah, nah. Nah.
1: It literally looks like those old time time yeah, The really narrow ones that they made, it's long, but it's uh, narrow, like width wise. It looks like that type of old time camera. It doesn't look like a frigging smartphone.
0: No, not even close. Not time travel. Nope. So then there's the time traveling sun seeker. You guys can type these in. It's the common names for these photos. So this is in 1943 and there was a factory nearby where a bunch of factory workers would go and hang out by the beach on their lunch breaks. And people have claimed that in the center of the photo, there's a picture of a man in a brown suit that is on a cell phone, but you can't even see the cell phone. There's like you can't even tell what he actually has in his hand. Oh it right, be, like a small pocket. It card. looks
1: like he's checking if his nails are dirty. Right, I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> Something
0: like yeah, dirt, dirty nails, pocketbook.
2: It's not necessarily a cell phone. Like sure, the gesture could possibly be right, resemble if it looked like someone
0: was on a cell phone, but nah.
1: I mean, think about it. Yeah,
0: not time Think about it,
1: guys. How many things do you hold the same way you hold your phone? Yeah.
0: Quite a bit of small things. Right?
1: Exactly. So just the fact that someone has their hands in that manner wouldn't suggest that it is a phone. I feel like we are looking at things from the past while using present logic. Yes. And that's the issue.
0: Yes. But at the same time, I think that's important when trying to look for signs of time travel you know it's stuff that's out of the ordinary uh, especially in a certain time frame so this this image uh is called the mohawk time traveler and i'm gonna be honest here i can't even find anything in this image out of place even what people have said is the out of place thing but apparently there is a there's a guy that has a mohawk haircut like a mohawk style haircut but i can't even like find it in the image or um but apparently he's supposed to be near the edge of a boat and i've i've looked for like 10 minutes and i can't find the guy
2: all right so there's like there's a guy that's looking directly uh we're looking right behind him you know he's looking right pretty much ahead with the uh suspenders suspenders yeah you don't see the guy right here with the, su- the suspenders like right oh in the... i see him
1: oh he looks I mean, like it's not really a
2: mohawk though
1: he looks like he's recovering from a military haircut yeah exactly <laughs> it's not
2: really a mohawk that's the only picture i see and everything
0: else is like too blurry to make out man
1: he has the worst haircut i have ever seen how is that a mohawk
0: yeah but here's the thing weren't, weren't mohawks a little bit like more weren't they still like around in the 19... Oh, this is 1905, though.
1: 1905.
0: I don't know. Moving on, I I, I guess. That was not a mohawk. N- not time travel. No. So there's a time traveling photo. Just type in time travel film extra. Apparently there's film footage during the recording of Charlie Chaplin's uh, silent film, The Circus, and there's a lady dressed in all black wearing a hat walking around the set talking on her cell phone.
1: <laughs> talking on her cell phone.
0: All right. Honestly, I can't even tell what this is or who this is. To me, this looks like a guy wearing a fucking top hat looking thing. And maybe he's like scratching his ear.
1: Yeah, I think it's uh, like, you know, when you when you're wearing a hat and you like reach under it when your head is itchy and you like just scratch. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Maybe like
2: there is. They're holding the brim of the hat, and they're using their thumb to like scratch their head or something. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. what it looks. That's what, what it looks, looks right?
1: like. Yeah. Coming from someone that wears hats a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's- but
2: honestly, <laughs> like if I'm looking straight at this, I don't even see anybody there. Like I just I'm like I feel like I'm at a shrink, and they're like, "Hey, what do you see here?" <laughs> oh, <You
1: know? laughs> this abstract image. What yeah. Do you like see?
2: The, uh...
1: <laughs> the quality isn't that great, but it's from an old film.
0: Yeah. Obviously. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, out of all the photos we've gone over so far that claim to have people having on cell phones, this does look like the most convincing one, and I, I can see why yes. people would think that, but I just That's can't, a hit scratch. I personally can't say, like, yeah, I can't personally say it's, it's a cell phone, so I'm honestly going to say no time travel, but I still want to believe. What do you guys think? No time travel? <laughs> no
1: time travel for me. No time travel.
0: So, in Salamanca, Spain, I hope I pronounced that Salamanca, right, yeah. Uh, there's a cathedral with multiple sculptures, and one of the sculptures looks like an astronaut. That's just like modern-day spacesuit tubes. And even the, uh, the orientation of the body uh, looks like they're... Floating. Floating mm-hmm. in space, yeah. And the construction of the cathedral was in, like... I think it was like 1513 so yeah, people often look at this and think of like time travel I literally just read the truth is the astronaut is a modern addition to the artwork in 1992
1: in 1992 well damn that's funny I I bet the um, the person that added the addition was like hey when was this church built again okay I'm gonna add an astronaut
0: (laughs) yeah right (laughs) But honestly, it's, it's a really cool concept to keep adding uh, like after centuries, like I hope someone else centuries from now, if this cathedral is still around, will add something else like another sculpture from their time period or their... Oh, just keep doing it? Just keep on doing it <laughs> to show the evolution of people in society.
1: Oh, I thought you meant to freak out everybody.
0: Yeah, like,
1: yeah. Oh, that'd be great.
0: So, definitely not time travel.
2: Damn, I was about to like conjure up an elaborate elaborate story. You know, we probably sent astronauts up in space, but there was a malfunction and they thought they were returning to Earth, you know, our present time, but they returned, you know, in the 1500s. (laughs) But yeah. You know,
1: it is possible though. And I'm going to, the reason I'm saying this is because. How is it
2: possible? (laughs) Yes, how?
1: Guys, if you're listening to this, please Google Lost Cosmonauts. Some of you have probably heard of this, but I'll just give a brief summary for those who haven't heard of it yet. So this is a conspiracy theory, and according to it, the Soviets were the first to send someone to space even before Yuri Gagarin went there in 1961. But they had to cover up the entire mission because the capsule carrying the cosmonaut had some sort of mechanical failure, making it impossible to steer. So the capsule, you know, supposedly drifted off to space and was never retrieved. There were some people who came forward saying that this indeed happened, and they said why they believe this happened. But the Soviet Union denied it, saying the mentioned capsule was unmanned. There's a lot more to the story, but I brought it up for a specific reason. Wormholes. Theoretically speaking, a wormhole is two black holes connected to each other, which bridges like two different timelines. So far, we've never actually spotted one in space, but according to Einstein's general theory of relativity, they are possible. Especially if we can prove the existence of dark matter. Reason being, because we'd need both positive and negative energies to curve space-time, allowing backward and forward travel. But we'd need it to be both large enough to fit a human inside and stay open long enough for someone to reach the end of the wormhole into the other timeline. So let's say this happened to the Lost Cosmonauts, and the conditions were perfect enough for this to actually happen and they ended up in some ancient civilization, right? I think it would be cool if you know that happened and this is the reason why we have the ancient astronaut theory that exists today as well or you know another name for it is ancient aliens Um, The whole reason there's a community behind this, aside from, you know, the show, is because we see carvings and structures by ancient civilizations depicting what people say look like astronauts.
0: So you're you're saying there are some ancient cultures that have, like, carvings in the walls of, like...
1: Yeah, I can show you pictures.
0: Because they better be some damn intricate drawings to specify it's an astronaut, because I've never seen any good artist in ancient culture... I'm going to make a stick figure, and people are going to interpret it as an astronaut. I don't think so. Let's see this. What is it?
1: Why were Why were you expecting a stick figure?
0: <laughs> you said ancient culture. You said ancient cultures. I'm thinking cave paintings from caveman I mean, days, dude. What? This is that's what my mind. Go- I am American. That's where, where my mind goes. <laughs> <laughs> this guy.
1: I'll start off with the Mayan culture.
2: But isn't there more cultures with depictions of astronauts,
1: though? Yeah, yeah. They use examples from Mesopotamia, Egypt, Easter Island, and more. But I'm just using the Mayans as an example. For sure. So we're going to Mexico with the famous depiction of what people say is King K'inich Pakal controlling a spaceship. I obviously don't believe this because I know better, but this is one of the most famous examples shown in the ancient astronaut theory.
2: Well, it looks like it's controlling something. Hmm. <laughs> something. It was like a hovercraft, like something from Star
1: Wars or something. Star Wars?
2: <laughs> it doesn't look like a spaceship per se. It really looks like, you know, like one of those like, like, hovercraft. It looks like
1: ancient technology. Ancient? This is literally from the year 600 AD. Yo...
0: They got personal spaceships. We don't got those. We can't afford it. We're only getting $600 on our stimulus. Wow.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this guy. So I honestly see nothing about how this could look like a spaceship except for the fact that at the bottom where you, you see where it looks like a pair of boobs uh, it looks like there's a, like a pair of boobs? Fire! where are you out. seeing that?
1: what? Yeah, a pair of boobs? okay
0: look at the bottom of yeah, the photo yeah
2: center all the way down at the bottom it looks like boobs. fire but it also looks like a pair of titties
0: fire coming out of some boobs mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you see the border? right above the border oh, yeah. I, mean,
1: I see it but those are like I would never look at it and say, say. those look like boobs. Those look like very odd boobs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they do. But yeah, that's the only thing I can see about this that would look like a spaceship. Not the boobs, the fire coming out of what could be exhaust pipes Mm -hmm. uh, or something. But other than that, I see nothing that even resembles anything close to space. So I don't think time traveling cosmonauts are really a thing. I, I
1: mean, know. how would we know, right?
0: Yeah, I guess so. It's interesting, though. Uh, people interpret it that way. I don't, time travel? I think not. Have you guys uh, heard of the time traveling celebrities?
1: Oh, yeah, I've seen a bunch of them. They even claim that yeah. Trump is a time traveler, so... <laughs> I don't know. I've I've seen, uh, I think, Jamie Foxx. Jamie um, Foxx.
2: I've seen uh, the Russian president, Putin. I've seen Clooney. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, I just saw that one on the list. I was like, oh, what the...
1: Yeah, there's a bunch of them.
2: I'm just saying, I could go to Old Town right now and take a picture, and I'd be like, yo, guys, I'm from the 1800. What's up?
1: (laughs) Okay, so... Um, A lot of these pictures are actually from like archives. There's even one of, I remember this one specifically. There's one of this guy in New York that looks exactly like Jay-Z, literally spitting image of Jay-Z and it is from an archive and everyone's like, oh, Jay-Z is a time traveler.
0: So here's my, my thing with this is like, I can't, I honestly, this is truthful. I can't tell you how many people have been like, yo, I didn't know you were at, this place right now or i saw someone that looked just like you i've literally had people be like hey i saw you at uh at this place today and i'm like no i didn't go there i have a lot of doppelgangers because i have a very basic face and average build so i feel like there's you a damn place- clone yeah right so it's like <laughs> I'm just kidding, i just feel like this man. is a flawed type of um accusation i guess you could say yeah or um even just uh theory because even those people's in, people in those images could be related to others in that bloodline at some point, you know, so I think it's really easy for people to look nearly identical, um, especially, like, through decades.
1: Yeah, it's interesting that you bring up bloodlines too because i've always heard um my grandfather always tells me that i look exactly like my great-grandmother which i i have never seen her i've never seen a picture of her but he's always like anytime he sees me he's like you look like your great-grandmother
0: man yeah i look. i apparently looked a lot like my great-great-grandpa i've never seen i just said all right
1: yeah like how would we know like if you show me a picture then yeah but if you're just saying that i'm just gonna be okay but you know these people have pictures it's very possible that they could be some distant relative that they never met before, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. For example, this this Jimmy Fallon picture, I think the old Jimmy Fallon, the time-traveling one, you know, one before, he has a smaller face, you know, better eyebrows, nicer mustache than the present one, at least a picture that they used to, you know, compare the two. Like, looking at the facial features, it doesn't look 100% like him. That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. But it does look similar.
1: Very, very, very similar. Like, if you would see them separately, you would be like, oh, that's Jimmy Fallon. And then you see them next to each other, you'd be like, oh, okay, there's a slight difference right there. Like, they're twins, you know?
0: Yeah. So, time-traveling celebrities, I think not. It'd be cool, though, honestly.
1: I'd like to believe.
0: Yeah, me too. So, this one is another painting. And it's an oil painting by Peter de Hooch. And it was uh, painted in 1670, and it shows uh, someone holding a mobile phone.
1: (sighs) People on their mobile phones are so obsessed. If they would ever, ever make a mobile phone that is that thin as the thing that he has in his hand, (laughs) I would be... Amazed because yeah. it looks like a card. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like if someone was, it
0: honestly looks like a. Card. If someone
1: said a man and his Pokemon card, I would be like, "Yeah, it looks like a Pokemon card." <laughs> wow. <laughs> but we, you know, we're oh obsessed with the mobile phone idea, so yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I don't see it. Not time travel. Nah, the Adidas trainers mummy for <laughs> oh, real. <laughs> you know?
1: that doesn't even not lie. even close I don't want to be that person but it doesn't even look like adidas I won't even lie
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry I just I just thought of somebody like literally being like yo like a group of people being like being drunken or something yo let's go to this mummy put these shoes on him, them oh my. <laughs> and just leave
1: it man <laughs> digging up bodies what the hell
0: <laughs> not time travel No, nope. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah bro grave robbing nah just to put some shoes on Nah. actually it would be the opposite of grave robbing. robbing technically because you're not robbing your <laughs> grave
0: gifting grave gifting grave gifting, gifting. <laughs> grave gifting. <laughs> hashtag grave gifting let's start the trend
1: <laughs> grave don't gifting. go
0: dig don't go dig up people guys and do that actually really don't do it it's a joke seriously don't <laughs> There might be some people that will be like, "Yo, that's a great idea." Mm-hmm. It's not.
1: I I love alliterations, so we should keep it going. Grave gifting. <laughs>
0: GG. GG.
2: Wow. No, we're not. We're not doing that.
1: It doesn't look like Adidas at all. I not feel not like even it, Adidas would see this and be offended. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like,
0: <laughs> or they might get some good ideas
1: from that. Like, Yo,
0: they got that new Mummy series. What's up? That
1: doesn't even look good.
0: Yo, they might be like, "Yo, like." Idea came from Mongolia or something.
1: <laughs> if any, if anyone looked at this and got an idea, the shoe would probably be ugly as hell. I'm I'm not even going <laughs> to record.
0: <laughs> it's made of 10% mummy. Yeah. Moving on. So there's a photo called the Time Surfer. It looks mm-hmm. like there's like a guy that just stands out. I I think he's a normal dude. Yeah.
1: What's up with all these Canadian photos just having like people dress normally in them while everyone else is like really formal. Is this the same sunglasses guy? <laughs>
0: like, no, no. It's not. No, sunglasses guy has shorter hair.
1: Maybe he traveled, like, maybe he grew his hair out and then traveled back because this is Canada again. That's i
0: like. I don't know. <laughs> I like that theory. He's like, yo, I'm gonna do it again.
1: One more time. <laughs> this will freak people out. He's literally the only person dressed normally. Everybody else is wearing like tuxedos and those really old long dresses with the top hats wasn't man I don't even know what to say even the kids are wearing tuxes Mm -hmm. there's a there's a toddler in a tux nice suits nice suits I guess suits were really cheap back then time traveler yes or no
0: nah Mm. Not, not time traveler
1: it's the same sunglasses guy i'm gonna <laughs> say that he just grew his hair out so
0: you, you say time travel
1: i'm gonna say time travel
0: <laughs> so that would mean two are time travel for you then i guess if it's the same sunglasses yeah. guy
1: if it's, if it's the same guy yeah i'm just gonna say if both of them are in canada so i'm just gonna say you know canada has some time travelers
0: i guess so so the next one is a little interesting because it's Also in 1943, another one of the ones we went over was in 1943. But yet, uh, this one, I think it was in uh, Iceland, Reykjavik, Iceland. And um, it it shows a guy in the middle of the photo. He's looking at the camera, I believe, but he's on his cell phone. Now this, this one is the most convincing of someone being on a cell phone. Mm -hmm. Because I can't tell exactly what he would have in his hand to put up to his head in that way, but it's the most convincing that it would be a cell phone. have a theory. What is it?
1: He is simply holding a hairbrush.
0: (laughs) Wow. He's wearing a hat, though. You're going to brush your hair wearing a hat?
1: Check this out. He literally is brushing the parts of his hair where the hat doesn't cover, just so he can look neat, you know, because he still has hair on the side of his head.
0: Yeah, but his hair is not even that long. Right. It doesn't look like his hair is that long. I don't Um, know.
1: I'm I'm just saying it's it's a theory. It's a theory. Because we can't, we, on, we honestly can't see what he has in his hands, and that would have to be a really narrow cell phone. That would have to be like a flip phone. Maybe he has a Motorola or a Nokia.
0: No, I, I think you're wrong because I'm holding my phone and it does go like the same width around.
1: Look at his palm, though. Look at his palm and look at your palm. Yeah. No, look. Look at the width of your palm and look at the width of his palm. It looks much. Look at the bottom of your phone. It doesn't look like the same. It looks wider. Yours looks wider than what he has in his phone. But
2: what if he has one of those little, little old phones like the Nokia? Yeah, that's phone. what I'm
1: saying. Like a Nokia or uh, right, like a right. Motorola. Those are okay. like thinner phones. Because that looks really thin. Or not thinner, I should say narrow. It looks really narrow.
2: So he has a late 90s, early 20s uh, cell phone?
1: Yeah. That's really narrow. You know when they were like it was the fad to have the smallest phone ever. And then yeah. we got over that and we were like, We want bigger phones.
0: We need a we need a tablet. <laughs> yeah. This is, for me, honestly, this is the one I'm, I'd actually be on the fence to say, like, potential time travel.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that one.
0: What about you, Mark? Uh, I, I can see how it's time travel-esque,
2: uh, because, you know, it, look, the, it does look like he has a phone, and it's funny how he's looking right at the camera. Like, oh, crap, I'm caught. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. It could also, he could literally just happen to have his, like, hand by his face. Maybe he was just scratching his head. Yeah. And it just so happened to look like he was holding a phone when really he was maybe scratching his cheek or something. Shall we move on yeah,
1: to the next Yeah, we should move on because we're going to be on the one. fence with that picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know about those pictures. I don't know how I feel about those pictures. Honestly, I think people have active imaginations and they're really obsessed with cell phones for some reason. Because most of these involve people saying, oh, they're on a cell phone. Yeah. Which, you know, I... <laughs> Most of them I don't agree with But, you know, to each his own If you want to believe, go ahead If you don't believe, that's cool too Um, The thing is, the question I guess we should ask is Is time travel possible? Like Theoretically speaking, um, obviously There are several theories about why Or how time travel is possible But all of them All of them have some issue with them That goes against the laws of physics, right? Mathematically speaking, they don't make any sense So... Is there a theory that goes with the laws of physics? And there is. There's a single theory that works with physics. Just one. And it is the multiverse theory. Is that really considered time travel though? Okay, so all of these theories and everything, like time travel connects to so many things, including the Big Bang. So we need to understand all of these things, like matter and antimatter, or if you want to call it dark matter or whatever, all of these things, come together to explain the concept of time travel so yes it it does involve time travel or i should say time travel is a part of it like we have to understand how the universe was made and what it's made of before we can understand how to travel through it through time uh you know we have the big bang well, we did an episode, what was it? Uh, the Alunaki in Human Origins, I believe, is when we spoke about the Big Bang, right? And the theory of like how the universe was made and how different cultures interpret it, right? Right. And in the episode, if you haven't listened to it, I highly suggest going back and listening to it. But in it, I said that, you know, the Big Bang is literally just a theory and there are so many issues with the Big Bang Theory. But the reason why it's accepted is because the Roman Catholic Church said, this is the theory we're going with. So everyone jumped on that boat, right? So the issue with the Big Bang Theory and the reason why we still don't understand time travel is that most of um, physics is, you know, cause and effect. So we know the big, oh, okay. We theorize the Big Bang happened, <laughs> but how did it happen? What caused the Big Bang, right? And years later, Um, You know, a lot of people are trying to explain how the Big Bang happened. So the accepted explanation for it is inflation. So this thing happened that sparked the Big Bang to happen. But the thing is, when the Big Bang happened, it's theorized that not only did our Big Bang happen, but several other Big Bangs happened. And they went in different directions and boom, the multiverse was created. So to put this simply, if several Big Bangs happened and created the multiverse, time travel between them would be easier. The reason it doesn't cause any paradoxes is because when you travel to a different time, you know, like using a wormhole, for example, uh, you're traveling to a different universe similar to your own so if you made changes it wouldn't affect the universe that you originally came from and was probably supposed to happen in the other universes timeline anyway. There's also the many worlds theory of quantum mechanics which is similar. So um, this is what we refer to as a parallel world or universe. In quantum mechanics we study the behavior of atoms and molecules that make up everything on the atomic scale. AKA you can't even see it with your naked eye, AKA atoms are so tiny, you can't see a single atom even with a microscope. And because they are so tiny, we need a 100% accuracy rate when we refer to the velocity and the position of a single particle. These particles vibrate at a specific wavelength, and we use quantum mechanics to explain how the electrons can gain or absorb light when it jumps from one energy level to another. Actually, the same can be said about the atom emitting light as well. This leads us to the Large Hadron Collider at CERN. Have you guys heard of it?
2: I don't think so. Yeah.
1: Marvin, I'm positive you've seen it before. I'm sure most people have seen what it looks like before and just forgot the name. If you're listening to this and don't know what I'm talking about, just do a quick Google search. Um,
2: oh, yeah. Okay. I know what that is. I've seen that before.
1: Yeah, that's why That's why I said I'm positive you've seen it before. So one of the biggest accomplishments at CERN was actually finding what the General populace knows as the God Particle back in 2012. Most people know it by this name because a book publisher decided to name it that instead of, you know, what it was supposed to be, which is the goddamn particle. (laughs) The real name of it is the higgs boson. It's what gives matter its mass. Now they're using that knowledge to search for antimatter or dark matter, which makes up around 85% of the mass of our universe. And the way this works is they'll place the higgs boson in the Collider, and measure the energy before and after it collides. So they're using the higgs boson to see if it'll interact with dark matter particles. And if there's any missing energy after it collides, it can be measured and possibly show the mass of dark matter itself. So to answer your original question, if this has anything to do with time travel, then the answer is yes, because when we have access to matter and antimatter it will allow us to understand other dimensions universes if they exist um we'd have a further understanding of gravity black holes and time travel and it will also help us understand why the hell our universe is expanding so quickly
0: i thought it was slowing down it's not slowing down it's slowing down
1: Um, Probably a popular misconception, but it's not slowing down. It's actually expanding further and further and faster and faster. Actually, there's a man named Professor Brian Green, who is a professor of math and physics at Columbia University, and he is also a string theorist, which is probably my favorite theory. (laughs) Um, He said during a TED Talk that the universe is expanding so quickly that he fears that one day astronomers might look into space and think that we're the only ones here because everything is so spread apart that it'll look empty. Then the question is, you know, what will people believe? Will they believe like the old scientists or will they believe what their newer, better technology is telling them?
0: Well, that sucks. Yeah, it does suck. Glad I'm here. <laughs> wow. Sucks to suck, man.
1: Yeah, it does suck, but we're living in a good time. Yeah,
0: 2020.
1: <laughs> Taking. No, no. We're, we're going to take 2020 out of the equation. What I mean is, this is a perfect time to actually prove whether other universes or dimensions exist, and we might actually accomplish that before it's too late, thanks to CERN.
0: Nerd. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. I can only say that when you talk about books, so...
1: Mm, I, I mean, I have a book recommendation if anybody wants it. I don't know.
0: Put it out there.
1: So, the book that I am currently reading is called Time Travel in Einstein's Universe by J. Richard Gott. Gott as in G-O-T-T and not G-O-T-H because that would have been really interesting if it <laughs> was the other way. Anyway, um... Nerd, (laughs) yeah. Um, if you want to learn more about time travel, the theories, and the paradoxes, I highly recommend checking out the book because let's be honest, all of this is thanks to Einstein. He had a brilliant mind to even conceptualize this stuff, yeah. You know, either that or he was like an alien or time traveler, who knows. Also, uh, something that I want to mention is that he was influenced by a sci-fi novel by the author H.G. Wells, who wrote the 1895 book, The Time Machine. So Einstein used the author's explanation of the time machine in the book, you know, with time being in a dimension of his own, which is a fourth dimension. And he used it to come up with his theory of special relativity 10 years later in 1905. So, it's great to see, you know, like, science fiction influencing science nonfiction. All I have to say is that a curious mind is a brilliant mind.
0: And, and there will be many more great minds like that in this world. So, I won't be one of them. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, you know, coming up with these theories and the calculations to go with them you would have to have the most curious mind ever and you would have to look at things differently than other people have been looking at them. And that's how string theory was created, by the way. Because Einstein, even on his deathbed, was trying to make the calculations for the unified theory. And it's the closest thing we have to what Einstein was working on while, you know, while he was dying. Um, Just to wrap this up and bringing it back to the bootstrap paradox, right? So the bootstrap paradox... And you know it is a problem because it is a paradox. Um, it's interesting, and it's also one of my favorite paradoxes, uh, mostly because I like the whole idea that you know it kind of supports the uh, parallel universe type multiverse thing, where if you're traveling back in time, you're going into another reality and not affecting your own. So in that reality, it was a part of that timeline for you to go back in the first place. Mm. And it's it it's interesting when you when you think about it like that, like. Um, Shakespeare, for example, everyone is like, did Shakespeare exist? Did Shakespeare really exist? People have been asking themselves, like, you know, how is it possible that he wrote all of these screenplays in the time period that he did, how quickly he did? And they're like, it can't be just one person. Everyone's like, oh, it's multiple. It has to be multiple people or whatever. Maybe this person didn't exist. And it was a collective of people under the name William Shakespeare. Like, there's so many theories. And it would be interesting if, in fact, that... Hmm using the bootstrap paradox that someone literally time traveled back to when shakespeare was alive and found out that shakespeare didn't even exist and it turns out they're the shakespeare that existed then and they had like all the collections (laughs) of shakespeare with them and they're like oh well william shakespeare wrote this (laughs) Mm -hmm. and boom you're you are william shakespeare you just (laughs) didn't know you were william shakespeare
0: and you and you don't get any of the benefits. Yeah, every, William no.
1: Shakespeare does. And everyone's like, oh, did you really exist? Like, yeah. I like the concept of the bootstrap paradox. I don't know.
0: The fun thing about time travel in general is you can run through scenarios in your head about what you would do if you went to a certain time. And you can run into time loops or um, you can think of like, Living in a different time period in a different place and what would happen, like, would you wind up in another universe? I feel like there's so many different theories of what you can do with time travel. And I honestly genuinely hope that I'm around to see the day when time travel is a thing, if it becomes a thing, or people might just, it might get, (laughs) People might get access to it And fuck the whole universe up So I don't know Oh
1: you mean the Mandela effect? (laughs) Because I I have been affected by the Mandela effect Like you know a lot of people say that The fact that the Mandela effect is a thing Suggests that time travel is real Like a lot of I've seen a lot of people say that And you know I kind of agree Because I'm like How do I remember this thing happening this one way And then when you look back in history It's like some other way Like bro how did that happen? How did it change?
0: Yeah like I think the one one that stands out in my head is the Bear, the Bernstein Bears books. How there's apparently two different like um, you know uh, ways of spelling the Bernstein Bears. So. Oh,
1: just like how there are two ways of spelling Fruit Loops, which I still think is the other way and not the way that is spelled right now.
0: Yeah, with two O's.
1: Yeah, like I you yeah. you know, and even um, I think the. The whole reason why it's called the Mandela Effect is because literally so many people remember that Mandela died and never became the president and honestly I remember him dying (laughs) like I remember the funeral procession and all of that and to find out that he actually like got out of jail and became the president I was like wait what when did this happen and yeah then when I researched it I was like oh it's like a lot of people remember this happening as well and it's called the Mandela Effect and it became this big thing, and I'm just like, how is this possible? Like, how can we all have, like, a shared hallucination or something? You know? That's the best way to describe mm-hmm. it, like a shared halluc- But it makes no sense, because no one is, like, in communication with each other. These are people from around the world having the same memory. How, is, how does that happen?
0: A hive mind. A
1: hive mind. That's...
0: <laughs> a hive
1: mind. I don't know. I, I, I would like to believe that people are going back in time and changing history and we're having the mandela effect because of it
0: yo what a petty thing to do though let's fuck up fruit loops <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> That's on a corporate <laughs> level, right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> like, that's some low shit,
1: right there. Like we're just gonna screw it, people over here. <laughs> but those, those are my ending thoughts, though. Like I, I want to believe in time travel. I like the idea of time travel, and I feel like it is possible. And I want to mention that they say that time travel is hasn't been disproven, but it hasn't been proven either. Right? Um Yet. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like. You know, mathematically speaking, it it makes sense. It it just makes more sense to travel forward rather than backward. So they're saying like time travel forward is like an open door, and time travel to the past is like a cracked door. The hmm. best way to describe how likely they are, you know.
0: I think this about does it for the episode. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ending thoughts. Go, Marv. Uh, I think time travel
2: <laughs> has the ability to exist if it doesn't already, especially since you brought up the Mandela effect. I totally forgot about that. If that is a thing, I wonder what else they've been changing on this, you know? What if the dinosaurs didn't, you know, get wiped out by a meteor? But that's what we're told, you know?
1: Yeah, I have a whole dinosaur theory, but I won't get into it in this episode.
2: (laughs) You have a theory about everything. Stay tuned to next season
0: of Weirdish.
1: How about you, Brian? Anything you want to say before we end off?
0: So, uh, time travel for me is, like, a really cool concept, and I honestly run through it in my head so many times probably like every day it's fun just fun to think about so um I really hope that it actually comes to fruition but it doesn't fuck up the universe (laughs) but yeah um the one thing that has been on my mind coming up to this episode is uh it's already released by the time you guys are hearing this but uh, Tomorrow is the se- uh, the season premiere of Sabrina.
1: Oh, my God. On
0: Netflix. And it left off with the bootstrap paradox. For real? So. How? Yeah, a, a t- whole time travel thing where she's in a time loop. Yeah. Spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I don't
1: plan on seeing it either, but, but um, that's cool to know. I like the idea of time loops.
0: Yeah, so. But. I really hope that time travel does exist. It's still, I, 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 it's me. I have to be skeptical of everything, but I really hope it exists. It's so cool. Well, Andriana, where can they find us?
1: So, if you have anything that you want to share with us or anything you feel like we could have covered, send us an email, or even if you just want to say hi, you know, send us an email at thatsomeweirdish at gmail.com. You can also catch us on Twitter or Instagram at Weirdish TV, or if you want to stay anonymous, you can send us a message through weirdish.tv slash contact. And we will be looking forward to it. So with that, that's some weirdish.
2: That is some weirdish. That's some weirdish.